Hey everything, it's me Bele, welcome back to Quick Oko. Um, yeah, so it's been a while since my last episode, um, we're getting back into the groove of things, so why not record a new episode? So a lot has happened since our last episode, and um, if you don't already know, if you don't follow me on social media, I did turn 30, and I had the biggest party, um, Beyonce themed of course, and if you haven't already, make sure you check out my four-part vlog that I put out on YouTube and IGTV. Um, yeah, it was pretty epic, and I'm so happy how it turned out, and thank you to everyone that wished me a happy birthday and have been commenting on all of my stuff i know it's been a lot and so yeah i think i've got it out of my system now but um don't hold it against me i may post some more stuff um there might be a part five who knows but thank you to my family and friends for everything um on the day and leading up um it was just i felt so loved and that's something i forget a lot because i stay home all the time i don't go out i don't do a lot of things so it was so good to see people that i hadn't seen in so long um but yeah thank you so much to everyone for their support and another thing um our website launched so queercoco.com is now live and if you were invited to the party then you would know that it's been housing my invitation for the last three or four months and so now I'm finally making it work for me and so that'll house everything from the podcast all the videos that I'll be, I'll be posting and um, there are a lot of other announcements that I'm yet to make and I'm still working on so definitely stay tuned for all of that. The other thing that I don't talk about enough on the podcast is that I co-host a radio show and that is called Pacific Wave Radio. And we air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Brisbane time. That's 5 p.m. in Melbourne, Sydney, and that is also 7 p.m. in New Zealand. If you do miss the show, however, you can actually um, stream it on demand on the 4EB website. But if you're cool and have a radio and you're in Brisbane, then you can actually listen on 98.1 FM on 4EB. I've been hosting since Feb of this year, and I co-host with my friend Kamaya, who's bloody awesome, and she bloody carries me on the whole show. Um, but we highlight Pacific excellence, and we exclusively play music from Pacifica and Maori artists, which is not common here in Australia, let's face it. So again, make sure to tune in every Thursday at 4pm Brisbane time, that's 5pm Sydney and Melbourne time, and 7pm New Zealand time, and that's on 4eb.org.au. But again, if you are in the Brisbane area, then you can listen on the radio on 98.1 FM on 4EB. This episode is a little bit different to our others as I'll be talking about the film and novel Call Me By Your Name. And so if you haven't seen it, I implore you to either pause me and go and watch it now on Netflix or if you don't mind spoilers, watch it right after you listen to my rubbish. <laughs> Call Me By Your Name is a coming of age film set in 1980s Italy and chronicles the romantic relationship between a 17 year old Elio Perlman, played by Timothy Chalamet, and Oliver, played by Armie Hammer, a 24 year old graduate student assistant to Elio's father. The movie came out a couple of years ago and I'd already and I'd already seen it, but I couldn't really finish it the first time I watched, just because the ending was so 
heartbreaking and for me a little too close to reality and not necessarily my experience but it's a common one for many queer people especially young ones who um, are still struggling with their identity Um, there is a lot to unpack from both the film and the book and I think those that produced the film did a really good job of staying true to the book um, which might I add I finished in a couple of days um, this this past weekend actually and if you know me you know that um, once I'm interested in something I can become quite obsessive and very curious to find out everything about it from how it was made to why they made certain choices here and there and to me it's really to get to the core of why I like it so I've definitely been in a little bubble, watched every interview done by the actors and director on the press tour in 2018 for the film. And what I found out was that I am completely and utterly in love with Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) Oh my god, which is just so weird to me because he's just definitely not who I would normally go for. Not that he would go for me either, but yeah. He is just so... And I'm allowed to say this because he plays 17 in the movie, but he's actually he's actually like 25 or something like that now. So yeah, don't at me for that. But the way he is in this role um, is just so... I don't know, it's so hot. <laughs> and Army Hammer is beautiful and he's always been beautiful. But Timothy's got the voice, Curtis. Timothy's got the voice. Obviously with the time period that the film was set in, that would have played a big part as to why this love story was such a train wreck and why they were both so conflicted with their feelings towards one another. The back and forth gave me anxiety, but I just couldn't stop watching. And much like many other romantic films, both never seem to articulate their feelings to each other until it's too late. Oliver is only in Italy for six weeks, um, and although we all knew that they would ultimately profess their love for each other, We also knew that it would be towards the end of his stay, which was a bummer, but makes for great TV or film, whatever. Um, I like that the film and the book didn't make it all about the struggle with sexuality, which we're all used to, and um, it was certainly a, a component of the story. I just felt like it was just a love story, which was refreshing. One of the things I noticed and appreciated was Elio's parents' role in the film, which um, both are part of very poignant scenes in the film. Um, Elio's mother tells him that she knows that Oliver likes him, and she knows this because Oliver told her. In the book, this dialogue was had with another character that they um, didn't include in the film, which was sad, but I love that they made it a point in the film to show that he had his parents' support. Elio's dad, however, delivers an epic monologue at the end of the film, which honestly made me wish he was my dad and I think that a lot of people a lot of queer people can relate um, with me in saying that because it was just the right thing to say in the moment so for me that reminded me of the idea that our parents know us better than we know ourselves like you know that saying a mother knows Um, I don't know if that makes sense but a mother just knows I think that's how it goes But yeah, for me, I know a lot of parents choose to ignore the quote-unquote signs that their kid is gay and there are a myriad of reasons this is and I think 
a common one that I hear from specifically PI parents is that they don't want their kid to get hurt by the outside world um, if they knew. Um, all while knowing that there have been whispers in the congregation about their fafa-san. So I really appreciated that in the film, Elio's parents were supportive, even when they were speaking in riddles, which they did a lot of. I don't know if this translated to other people watching, but I liked that Elio wasn't necessarily gay or bi or whatever label we like to put on people. And I think this goes back to how they didn't really make it about all of that um, in the film. He sleeps with Marcia, a girl, and um, of course Oliver, a man. But in the book, he enjoyed sleeping with both of them. And obviously his feelings for Oliver were much more intense. But I don't know if this was intentional or not, but I felt like Elio was in love with Oliver the person and not the man. Uh, but it might just be wishful thinking on my part, but hey, it's a good theory. There was a scene earlier in the film when Oliver starts seeing a girl and Elio, who knows her, tries but fails to talk her up to Oliver, which honestly is very accurate to how some of us boys like to test the trade, if you know what I mean. Elio describes said girl's body to Oliver, which Oliver shuts down almost immediately and gets really annoyed at Elio for doing, which was really hot. <laughs> but of course we all knew what was to come, but I think it was at that moment that we realized that the feelings were mutual and going back to those tests that we like to give boys we're vibing with, it's the constant game of cat and mouse for me. <laughs> the movie was honestly very sexy, I hate that word, but it was very that. Um, for the most part, I think it highlighted how toxic these kinds of relationships can be. Elio was so deep in it that he waited up all night for Oliver to return home from wherever he was, pretending to be asleep and leaving his light on so when Oliver would use the adjoining bathroom, he would see him and be tempted to join him in bed. That was just so sad and desperate and almost unbearable to watch, even though it was framed in a sort of comedic way. There was the scene with the red shorts, which again was a bit funny, but just so desperate. The pair go out of town on Oliver's last few days in Italy before eventually saying their goodbyes at the train station. The film ends with a phone call from Oliver to the Perlman home with Elio answering. Um, and it is at this moment that Oliver tells Elio that he was engaged to be married. And the first time I watched it, I stopped the movie at that part just because it was... <laughs> oh, I'm not even that person, but I am that person. I just, yeah, it was so hard to watch that part just because, yeah, a very, very close to home. So... On watching the movie four times this weekend and reading the book, I think it highlights the importance of being upfront about your feelings if you feel safe to do so, and we know it's not always the case. Um, put yourself out of your misery and stop hanging out with boys you know you can't have. Like, I know it's just a film and I know they tend to glamorize 
summer flings and they're cool and whatever but not everyone is equipped to handle heartbreak and I think many of us queer people enter into such quote-unquote relationships hoping that it would last it will last and eventually we will become more than their dirty little secret Um, each one of these relationships depletes you of energy time and ultimately your self-respect look and I know I skipped ahead and I skipped the bulk of the film and I hope you do get to watch it but um it was it was both hard to watch and a very cathartic experience um I saw a lot of my younger self in Elio um so tragic and so naive um but going back to being honest about your feelings I think people should be honest about what they like as well sexually emotionally everything we play games and those are fun but but someone will always get hurt and someone will always misinterpret and if you willingly participate in a cute little summer fling be prepared for your heart to betray you and catch feelings and all that all that stuff I think even after they had expressed that they liked each other in a roundabout way um, and they had their first kiss and whatnot at the um, at that place, that really nice place. Um, and then they had that moment after lunch where um, Elio's nose bled and yeah, they had that really cute moment. Um, Oliver kind of cut it off there and he was cold and just ignored him and didn't come home until late at night and I know it was um, there was some trepidation on his part because he didn't want to act on his feelings um, he did say after their first kiss that they hadn't done anything to be ashamed of yet and so I think that was just him trying not to be so tempted but so not to make it about me but um I've never been in a relationship, if you've been listening you know that, Um, but I've been in similar situations or um, gone through things with these straight guys that like to play around and um, like to do stuff with you but will never claim you because they are straight. And although I know Oliver is just a character and he's fictional, um, but I like to think that he was a bit more honourable than that and had the best of intentions. But then again, he was much older than Elio and knew better and had probably already gone through a few heartbreaks already in his life. And so I didn't like that part. I just thought that it was unfair. And again, I know they're fictional characters, but yeah, I just couldn't help but relate to it. But yeah, just to round it off a little bit, I just wanted to go back to um, the parents and how supportive they were. And um, I really enjoyed that part of the movie. And maybe it's because, yeah, wishful thinking on my part again, but um, I really liked that they were supportive and and were there for him and kind of pushed the relationship to happen. Even though in the book they did say that they knew their son to be someone that got too attached to people. Um, and I don't know if that came across in the film or if they put that in there. Um, maybe I missed it. But 
yeah, they were kind of almost pushing him into Oliver, and um, I really liked that. So I caught up with my friend Ben, I made him watch the movie, and so we kind of discussed it, and um, yeah, it's a bit of a mess, but whatever, it's just a combo. I feel like people need to read the book as well. Yeah. Because did you notice that, like, when I was listening to the audiobook, I haven't finished it. And, like, I think I've only done, like, 40 minutes of the audiobook. But, mm-hmm. like, I didn't know that, you know, there's some scenes where Elio was, like, thinking those type of stuff. Like, I didn't know yeah. that he had, like, a crush straight away on, on Oliver when Oliver came to uh, the house. Yeah, did, like, did I... That? Yeah, so I, when I was reading that in the book, I was like, um, I kind of got it in the in the um, movie though, like because you know how he was kind of excited to go down to go and see him, like for the first time. Because um, I don't know if you're up to this part in the book, but they they kind of choose who um, gets to come for the summer, so he kind of already knew what he looked like and stuff like that. Because apparently his photo was on... Is that that one? Yeah. His photo yeah. on... Yeah, like he's already seen a photo of him. Oh, okay. So I kind of guess that, but when I read the book, I was like, oh, okay, so he did actually like him. But what was your favourite part of the movie? Like, what made you kind of not take your eyes off? Um... Those ones, the peach scene. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Like, whoa, what was I expecting this? Girl, like, shout out to the producer for, like, making Elio, like, put the peach next to his bed and you can literally see, like, his spoof coming out of the bloody peach. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I like that they didn't try to make it funny. Like, it was just what you would usually do if you were not doing it with a peach, but doing it with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because they could have easily made um, that like the funniest part. Oh no, I was just like, it's like he was still like discovering himself. Yeah, because he was he's supposed to be seventeen, which is weird. Um, because that age difference as well is like. Yeah. No, he's so Elio is seventeen, and Oliver's like twenty-seven. Yeah, 25, 26. I was like, wow, say about children, magic. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, sorry, what were you... we totally went off topic to your question. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, what was my question again? Oh, what was your favourite part? My favourite part? Honestly, like, there was a lot of good parts, but what actually like resonated with me was what I told you last night on Instagram, the, the credits. When um, Oliver breaks down the news to... Elio, that he's going to get married next, what, spring or something? Yeah, yep, yep. Walks off to the fireplace. And, girl, that's why I'm so happy that I studied, like, symbolism. Because I used to study, yep. like, we had, like, film media back in high school. Mm-hmm. You know how he's sitting there and he's looking at the fire and he's, like, like dying inside, but in the background... Life goes on for everyone else. Yeah, that was... Did you notice... And he smokes and then he walks back. Do you yeah, feel like yeah. he just he just accepts his fate at that point? Yeah, because like I think he's it seems like he's 
thinking, 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 thinking. And then when his mom calls him, like he looks he, at the camera. Almost. He looks at the camera. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. what did you think of Oliver and like how he was like hot and cold with him? Did that annoy you? Does it explain it in the book why he's like that? Like, yeah. One day you know he'll how, like, be all touchy feely, and then mm-hmm. the next he like disappears until midnight. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, and they explain where he is a lot of the time too at the end of the book, and um, when he's like hot and cold with him, he's kind of like, um, you know how they kiss for the first time, and then he says stop. I think uh, that's what he's doing because he's just like, we haven't done anything wrong yet, so let's just leave it there um and i think you know in the scene where he um goes to for him in the uh, volleyball and he goes to uh, massage his his um his shoulders and he kind of flinches because he's like oh uh, yeah like yeah so he kind of, i don't know if you caught that at the end but he said that's why he kind of stopped because he thought it felt like um elio was like oh shit he just molested me that's what he said so he kind of backed off a bit. Oh, when they were talking on the balcony at night. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm, yep. And so remember yeah. when he said on the balcony as well at the end, when he's like, oh, this is where I've been coming to at night. Like, that's where he's been going. But in the book, he goes to like a different place. Like, it's on the property, but it's somewhere else. So that gets explained. And you know how <laughs> going through his mind, all that shit, like... um hooking up with people like other people and he's just like oh that time he came back and he was trying to stay awake for him and oh like, my god <laughs> no girl i haven't done that before you know yeah but, um yeah it's so like yeah i don't want to give myself away but like no, yeah, that, that happens for real though <laughs> i think we will yeah eventually been there like when he left his light on and like oh god they yeah. all pretty yeah <laughs> yeah Yep, yep, yep. I was like, oh, sis. That's so, like, relatable. Like, um, I don't, and I don't think it's just a gay thing. Like, I think everyone does that, like, when they're into mm-hmm. someone. No, that's why I was confused. Because I was like, damn, like, you guys kissed when you had your, when you guys swam. And then you guys were, like, awkward in the forest. And then, like, and then he was acting like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when Oliver was acting like that, like brushing him off all the time, and I'm like, I'm confused. Like, yeah. do you like Elio or not? Yeah, same. That's why I need to read the book because oh yeah, confused. and like the and it also plays into the age thing for me as well. Like, I'm just like, well, you really were leading him on, and then like the whole summer, like you mm. could have given him a heads up like earlier too. Like, and what about that scene where the mom tells Oliver that? Oh, tells Elio that he likes him. And the mom was like, yeah, I know because Oliver told me. Yeah. So in the book, it's that line is actually given, um, said by someone else, but they don't have that person in the film. Yeah. So I think they made that choice because I think they wanted to really make the parents like the supportive parents and like, because yeah, and that story wouldn't have made sense in the film too because of how the book ends. So if they had that other character, apparently the book is worse. Oh, to me it kind of gave me closure because. So, <laughs> do you want me to kill it or not? Like the the ending in the book is worse. Apparently, is that it? Oh, uh, to I me, read that in the review. Oh, I didn't. I felt like the the uh, movie was worse because. So I'll oh, okay. I'll kill it for you, but um. So in the 
yeah, in the book, they kind of um, where he says he gets married, he actually comes back um, and he tells him oh, in person. Really? Yeah, so he comes back. I think on Christmas for Christmas, and that's when he tells them. So they're like in bed and stuff, but they don't do anything. Like, um, and so Oliver kind of stops him because they're about to, or like they're really close at that point. And then, yeah, so that's when he tells him, I can't do it because I'm getting married. And then Eliel's like, Well, anyways, we can still do it. And he's like, No, I can't. <laughs> And so, yeah, he goes back to America. And then, so, like the story, so they keep fast-forwarding to different parts of um, Elio's life. But, yeah, I just, um, I really like the parents. Like, that's my biggest takeaway. Like, even though they did talk in riddles and, like, and you you know that scene where they read the book to him, when the mom reads the book to him and she tells him the story of the princess and the other guy that was, like, that had feelings for her and then, like... Yeah, that one. Yeah, I really like that scene. It's also different in the in the book. I think he actually reads it himself. Um, but then remember that leads to their discussion, like that um, that kind of gets them to kind of um, admit their feelings later. Remember, because they they're sitting by the pool, and he's like, "I was going to go into town," and then he's like, "Oh yeah, I will. I can go for you if you want." And then um, Oliver's like, "Oh." Let's go together, Nick Minot. That thing happens. I'm happy that the story did that with the parents because yeah. remember, this is the 80s, you know, like the height mm-hmm. of the HIV AIDS pandemic and, you know, everyone's like, society period is like demonizing gay people and yeah. you have like caring parents like that. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I love that. When I get into stuff, I like to watch everything on it. Like, so I've been watching like all the interviews and stuff. So the... <laughs> um, like I've watched every press conference and um, they were just talking about how they didn't have like a what do you call it a villain in the story you know how usually when there's like two people trying to get together there's always like someone that comes between them or someone like yeah. something prevents them and the, the enemy was themselves like I really like that like and the parents didn't have to be a barrier um, for them Damn. getting together but did you enjoy the movie though like girl when I first watched it I was like man what is Bella getting me into <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the trailer first or no no at first no and that's when I watch movies I like I need to read the synopsis or something mm-hmm. but now girl as soon as you told me to watch it I was like nah I just jumped mm-hmm. straight into it. Yeah. That's why I was a bit confused. I was like, wait, what the fuck's going on? I never watched the trailer or anything. I just played it like the first time I watched it. But it's only recently come to Netflix, so that's why I've kind of watched it again. Not the falling in love with Timothy. Oh my gosh. Bro, you know me. I'm not even into white man, but Timothy Sh- Chalamet? Chalamet. You can get it, period. Right. Mm. Like, what is that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, honestly, what did you love about the movie? Yeah, it was really the parents for me. Like, I know I keep saying that, but um, like just their little subtle um, things that they would say to him. And in the book, they kind of say that they knew that he was going to get attached to him because that's his personality. Like he gets attached to people really easily. Oh, no, that's what I I liked as well, Um, that they didn't really make him gay or bi. Like it was just him being in love with someone. Like, did, did that come across to you or was that just me? Um, yeah. I think I didn't know. No, but I just thought he was 
Why? He was just like, was it like sexually flawed or something? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Not the word. Yeah, but like it wasn't like a big deal, if that makes sense. Like it wasn't like, oh fuck, I'm gay or fuck, I'm bi. Because in the book, he actually enjoys sleeping with both of them. Yeah. So I like that aspect. Didn't really need to label what he was in. No, yeah. Um, what did you think? Because they didn't really show their sex scenes, which is fine with me. Like, they kind of did it in a way. You know how the camera kind of turns away when they're actually doing it? Did it? Yeah. Did I miss it? If I... Nah, I didn't. Not that did I miss it. <laughs> nah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just shows that they're like, they're kissing and then that's it. Like, the camera yeah. would look away. Yeah. The camera would like pan away. And I'm yeah. like, no! <laughs> yeah, same. No, because you know when it pans, up, pans away to the window, it stays there for ages. And I'm like, what is the point of this? Like, um, But they'll happily show the straight sex scene. <laughs> right. um, what about the train station scene? Did that hit you in the feels? Not really. It was actually Elio crying for to his mom. Yeah, same. <laughs> Yeah, same. I was yeah. But then, like, I've, I think I've been in a situation like that, but I, because maybe at the time I wasn't out, I think. Were you were you crying for mission? No, I was, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, just like crying, but like your parents don't know why you're crying. <laughs> Oh, oh. This one's like, oh, I can't relate, but damn, that sounds deep. <laughs> no, but because you know how in the movie the parents know, like, and so the mom's like, of course I'll pick you up, even though it's so far away. Because I think they were like far. Yeah. Like, because they had to catch a bus and everything. They to, had to, to catch a coach. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what about, <laughs> what about when they're saying bye at the bus and then they hop on and then the girl comes? <laughs> <laughs> And he's he just like, waves oh. at her. <laughs> and Oliver's just waving at her because there's like literally no attraction there anymore. <laughs> and then he went and sat down and he's like laughing. I was like, that's so mean. <laughs> I know. I was like, God damn, man, ancient. <laughs> right? Yeah. I thought that was funny. And then like the mom, I don't know what the mom said, but I just thought like that was so funny how the mom just knew, but she was just like, oh what did you think of that part you know when they go on that um that day trip with their with the dad to go see that statue that they that they found and you know how Elio's trying to explain to him that that girl's hot and he's seen her body before and that she looks amazing and then Oliver gets annoyed? Yeah. What did Oliver say? He was like, don't play it being the good host. And he said, mm. um, he also said, why were you, are you trying to make me like her? That's what he said. And I was like, wait, don't friends do that? <laughs> like, but then, yeah, and then he's like, I'd rather do that alone, like, kind of get to know her himself. But I was just like, at that same time, I was like, kind of confused because I was like, wait, is this him being mad because he's pushing him to that girl? <laughs> oh my God. 
this is so random, but do you, th- you know, that's what I was thinking of. You know how some gay friends, like, some gay guys, they actually try and, like, hard out be like a wingman? What? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I feel nah. personally attacked, but <laughs> no, like some, some people yeah. try to be like like a full on wingman. I let you yeah. like they have like the meanness yeah. for that show, guy. Yeah, but it's I kind of like, like that's a, what a test as well. Yeah, same. Mm, that's what I thought yeah. too. But I was just confused at his reaction because I think at that point we don't really know if he likes him yet, like or like he doesn't even give a hint because you know how he's just like later. And he gaps it on the first day. That that is so true, though. Like, we kind of use it as a test to see if they're like keen, keen, or they're keen. <laughs> Why have you done that before? Um, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm hurt, but oh yeah. So you know it? how we're talking about how we not we, but like people pretend to be wingmen. I don't even think that's a gay thing, but I think the gay thing is when you um ah. Oh, do you know how some straight guys will start talking about sex, and you're just like. Wait, you know that I'm gay, right? <laughs> and like, not even like, like, why is he bringing it up? Like, I feel like sometimes the almond do that. Like, yeah, like, why yeah. the almond do do that? They do. That's yeah. That's what I mean. Like, like oh, yo, like when I was sleeping with this girl, yeah. and then you're like, and they're trying to get your like, reaction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like all the questions, like you ask all the questions, and they're like happily um give it up to you and you're like wait if i was another girl like would you talk about this stuff like again that's it's so irrelevant but whatever no but that's true though with the movie though like i just i like i think we all knew that it was gonna end that way like we knew he was gonna go back home we knew that they were eventually gonna tell each other that they liked each other but i just was like this happens too much like i hate that people just don't come out with it because <laughs> they waste so much time you know that's life. <laughs> Have you ever had like a summer fling? No. I've had a summer fling, but. Oh, tell us about it. Girl, bye, no. But were they feels though? No. No, it wasn't feels. It was See, at least like, you yeah, knew what it was. I'm not funny at all. Not funny at all. So ugly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Those ones, cut that part out. <laughs> No, tell us about it. Like, how did you know not to catch feels, though? Like, did you just tell yourself that... Or was that your first experience, eh? No, like, but just the thing, girl. It wasn't feels. It was just like, girl, it was just like hook up and go. You know what yeah, I mean? like with several... Is that or... a bad thing? No, of course not. Thank you. What about you? Have you had your summer fling? No, I've never had, like, a fling like that, but... Um, I just, yeah, I just relate to the movie in that oh, you just question everything. Like, you're hanging out with a straight dude and, like, all the time. And then, like, yeah, I've, talk, I've talked about this in another episode, but when I yeah, was, like... Yeah, you did. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, fights that we would have were, like, couple fights and shit like that. You know there's something there, but you're just, like, oh... Like, I can't act on it because I might get a fucking hiding from him or, like, from... and Or, like, he might feel the same, but then he will, like, reject me like he, um, Oliver did. You know what I mean? And then 
um, tell all his friends. Like it's that that kind of thing. Yeah. So that I hated that. Like I that's why I related to the film, and I think that's why I got obsessed with it, and not because they were so hot. Because I think they really played their characters well. Um, yeah, they did, especially um, Timothy and Arnie. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, especially them too. And they even won like Academy Awards and Oscars over it, name. Yeah, they were nominated. Oh, nominated. And like it wasn't even supposed to be like a big film. Like, and you can tell, like, it's very like art housey, if that makes sense. It just got a lot of attention that year. That's like my first ever time even hearing about that movie. I've never heard of it. Are you liking the book so far? Yeah, I'm listening to the audiobook, girl. Are you kind of getting like what he was feeling the whole time? Like, yeah, he's so angsty. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know that's how you were feeling in the movie. Yeah. You know how the script is really subtle in the movie? Yeah. And there's hardly any dialogue, to be honest. Mm. Like, it just shows him alone or shows them next to each other or shows them at the breakfast table. Like, there was really hardly any dialogue but the book though they have a weird obsession with feet and you'll find it like you'll read keep reading and you'll be like they keep talking about feet like what is going on here even the scene in the movie with them putting their like foot on top of each other yeah before they even do anything (laughs) yeah (laughs) but in the book though so before his nose i think it's the scene where his nose bleeds he actually like puts his foot on him after like like they so they're playing like footsies and then the nosebleeds. <laughs> oh, true. I love that scene after his nosebleed and he's like, come sit with me. And then he sat with him. And I thought that was a really nice moment. Like, it was so cute. And then it after really that, was. it just went cold. He went back to his DR shenanigans. I was like, oh, really? Right. And then he, so what did you think about write, him writing that note and putting it under the door? <laughs> I think I forgot. So I think it, it had been like a, um, Eliel. So it'd been like a few days and he wasn't talking to him. And so in the morning, he wrote a note to him and he's like, he's like struggling what to write. Like he didn't want to sound desperate, oh, but he yeah. also, and then he goes, you're a pussy. Like he's telling himself, oh, I'm such a pussy, blah, blah, blah. And so when he goes downstairs, I think Oliver had seen the note from him already. So he started talking to him again. Oh, and that was a steward. Midnight. Yeah, and then he's like, "Grow up, see you at midnight." And that <laughs> Grow was, up. I was like, "That's so hot." <laughs> <laughs> like, because the irony is, he's actually seventeen. <laughs> I know. So wait, you as a grown ass adult should know like what he's going through. Yeah, like, mentally. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that I got annoyed at with Oliver. Just like being the actual adult and leading him on, like not even leading him on, just like yeah, that was annoying. And then when they started talking, like earlier, like what was he doing? He was just like he wasn't even like straight kissing him, like oh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like he was just rubbing himself all over Oliver. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah. When girl. they were at, on the like that first time that they hooked up. No, when they're sitting. At the end of um, Elio's bed. This is before the sex scene, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so he, like, he's just like his feet rubbing himself all over, all over that. Yeah, and I'm like... Yeah. Oh, I kind of thought... Yeah, I kind of thought that part was a very, like, very straight men trying to play gay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't... It was almost inauthentic to, like, how it would normally go down. But then again, like, we don't know if... Um, 
what's his name Oliver has had other relationships with guys or anything um Wait. Uh, I think Elio alludes to something happening with someone else um in the book he goes into detail about it but um um oh what about like when so before they kissed the first time they're like talking in the water and then um he just steps up to him and then they just like look at each other <laughs> when Oliver's hollowing his fingers on Elio's mouth yeah that I was just like that's so like that's not how you do it <laughs> <laughs> no, because his mouth mean? stays open. Oliver, you're doing it wrong. Did yeah, because no, Oliver's like, yeah, because he was running his fingers around his mouth, and then um, you know how like you would like because the mouth, the other mouth is going to touch your mouth. He keeps his mouth mm. open. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the kissing scene. Like he's still far manga. They're both like five on each other. I was like, oh, they're exchanging breaths, girl. I was like, yeah, that's how you know straight guys are playing the roles. Yeah. Nah, and then Oliver's mouth is still far behind, and he pushes Alien away. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, that's enough. And I'm like, girl, you did nothing. Yeah. And when he cups his balls. Yeah. So, you know, I was watching an interview, and they had to, um, so Army Hammer's balls kept coming out of his shorts, so they had to digitally oh. um, thing it. Whoa, okay. But those shorts were hella short. What about the short scene? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, girl, that's like... Do people actually do that in real life, though? That's what I was thinking. Like, is it a young people thing, or is it a white people thing that they mm-hmm. do that? I've never heard of it. I think that's like a... Because that's a kink. You know, that's a kink slipping right. other people's, like... No, that's what I mean. Shorts. So I think the um, author was actually showing us all the things he's like been into, like including feet. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and but what I've seen is that they sniffed the shorts, but Elio's whole head was in all the shorts. Oh, that was so funny because I watched it. I made my sister-in-law watch it with me, and like yeah. that part, we're just like, yeah. But in the book, that it's more intense than that. And like it says that he's like trying to look for something like a sign or like a hair so that he could like lick it and like just all that stuff. What? Yeah, in the book, like that, that scene is actually more intense. Oh wow, but that makes more sense though. Yeah, that might be other people's cup of tea, but it ain't your girls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Oh yeah, going back to Marcia, do you think that she... I was a bit confused at the end, so I, did you think that she knew? No? Because she realised that Elia was ghosting him, what? Ghosted her for yep. like three days? Yep. And then she... What about how she asked? She goes, am I your girl? <laughs> <laughs> and Elia I lost her. And I'm like... But I lost it. how she's like, am I your girl? I was like, wait, this is supposed to be the 80s in Italy <laughs> but at that point he's wearing his shirt <laughs> yeah he's wearing his no but you know at the end, when he gets back from when his mom picks him up and so they stop in town and the mom hops out to go to the shop and then he sees, they yeah, see each other. He sees. and like yeah. and she, he's obviously like crying and stuff but like do you think she knew why he wasn't into her? I don't know. I don't think so, because remember, Mazia, he... Didn't she say, oh, I forgive you? 
Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't she say I forgive you or something? Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, wait, but... Yeah. Elio hasn't... You don't even know why Elio's emotional. Why? I what makes like you she... think that, girl? I don't see Cause that. Because I, I feel like she did know why he went, like... Um, where he went and where he just came back from because you know how that girl <laughs> <laughs> when just rode her bike it was like <laughs> she goes aww <laughs> nah somehow, you know what that's me Ride my back up and then fucking look like a clown watching them run drive away. The mom's like, come to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing full well I said it's into her bed. (laughs) Knowing full well it was her idea to send her son with that man. Yeah, it was. What what about Elio? um, I'm sure he'll like Yeah, what can Elio go part of? All of that. Yeah. And yeah, so that part of the movie was longer in the book, and they like go to like parties and stuff. So I wish they showed that because it was a really cool part of the book. Then again, girl, the movie was already like two hours long. I know because I remember you saying you were watching it last night, and then like I woke up to your message at like 12. (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot it was long. Yeah, there was a lot of pause when I had to do stuff, but I literally started at nine and then finished for like yeah. 12.30. Yeah, uh, but there's a strong possibility that there will be a sequel though. Mm-hmm. For Find Me? I don't know if they'll go by Find Me or if they'll go by the last part of the book. Where they like fast for 20 years later? Yeah, the 15 years. Because um, I think... Oh, 15 that story I read the synopsis for the second for um, Find Me and I was just like oh I don't really like this <laughs> oh it's so all parts are like supposed to be um, written from um, the perspective of so I think one part is Elio one part is Oliver and the last and one of the parts is a dad and like I was just like wait why is oh dad? my gosh but I didn't mean to ask you that the what is it? So, you know, the last dialogue the speech. Um, was <laughs> the speech. And the dad said, I was very close to it, but something happened. Yeah. Did he tell his son that he had a gay moment? Yes. Oh yes. my God. Well, that's how I took it because, yeah, he was like, I was so close, but not as, um, yeah, exactly what he said. And, like, I think that was a weak moment for everyone that watched. Um, <laughs> Um, and I think that's why I liked it. Like, they just fully, um, it was the way they did those kids, the mom and dad. He kind of knew why they were the, they were the way the, they were, well, the dad anyways. Yeah, so I really liked that speech. That speech was so good. And it, I, yeah, what I wrote on my Instagram story was it's every queer kid's dream to kind of hear that. And he was kind of like not saying to forget him. He was saying to lean into the pain and don't, try to feel nothing because it'll be a waste. I think that's what he said. Mm, I'm pretty sure the screenplay is on YouTube, hey? 
Yeah. I was watching that. Yeah, we'll show the actual script. And the, the actor that played the dad, he actually skipped a lot of lines. Eh? But it still makes sense. But the exact oh, speech so is it got, it got to me when the dad said, you know, you're, you're only given one... What? You're only given one heart and one... Oh, I forget. So <laughs> that was the part that like resonated with me. I was like, wait, you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck all these other people's feelings. I'm living my own damn life. Yeah. Um, what about when he goes, does mum know? And he's like... Yeah, he goes, does mum know? He's like, he's like, I don't think she does. <clears throat> but then again, I just feel like the mum and the dad are on the same page. So. Yeah, same. And, uh, I don't know. She would still accept them regardless. Yeah, and I always picture, like, Europeans being kind of fluid anyway. <laughs> or oh, is that an Italian thing? Is it an Italian thing? Yeah, like... Yeah, I don't know. You know, after they stepped to get stepped together, and then they went for a ride, and then they went for a swim, and then they got. Oh, and he's like, "You won't use this against me when they were swimming." Do you remember that part? No, I actually don't. He said that Oliver. Yeah, Oliver said it to him, and I was confused as to why he said that. And so when they got back, I think Oliver was unsure if he was still into him after sleeping with him. Because you know how after you sleep with someone, you're kind of like, oh, I got that out of my system. So they get back and then he's like, take off your trunks. And then he like sucks him off for a bit, but doesn't finish oh, him. Yeah. And closes the door. Were you confused by that? Yeah. The meaning behind it? Yeah, why he did that. No. <laughs> Do you remember your mother? Like, did it say it in the yeah. book? Oh, I vaguely remember. I think it was him being unsure if he was still into him. But remember, remember the book is um, in Elio's perspective, so we kind of don't even know. I have a feeling I want to watch this movie again, because... Yeah. I miss a lot. Like, when I watch... Boy, yeah. so I missed the beginning, because it was so kind of boring, like, at the beginning. I missed the part so many times where he... So, you know, when his first night, and he goes to wake him up for, for dinner? And he throws the book? And then he drops the book. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I only saw that the last time I watched it because I, yeah, I skipped it. Like, I didn't even pay attention. But yeah, I think they did a really good job of, like, being true to the book, though. Like, um, they really only made minor changes apart from the end. The end was was way different. But um, everything else is pretty much from the book. Like, they didn't change much at all except, like, omitting a character um, and like giving that dialogue to someone else like the mom which I think only added to you know the the mom and the dad's dynamic with him but yeah I don't know it was a good movie just <laughs> just don't do what we did at first and just skip some scenes but yeah, because I because I didn't watch a trailer, so I was just I kind of I think I left it in the background and was doing stuff and like was like and then I was like oh wait this is about him liking him and then I got into it. <laughs> yeah, because at first I was like wait is this even a gay movie? Like, what's going on? Yeah, and then they yeah. hooked up at the forest, and I'm like oh okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm invested. Oh yeah, because remember when he even tells him that he did. Um, that he likes him he doesn't even tell him like they're like freaking talking in riddles and he's like I, exactly he's like, he's like how do you know everything and he's like I don't know everything I need no I don't know about things that are important or something like that that actually means something yeah. that's what he's and he's like and then he's like 
What do you mean? I'm like, and then he was like, yeah. And then all of us like, why would you say like, that? Are you talking about what I think you're talking about? Yeah. I'm like, bitch, no, but, you just tell each other how you guys know. But at first he was like, why are you telling me this? And he goes, because I thought you should know. And he's like, and then he repeated himself. He's like, because I thought you should know. <laughs> <laughs> the way they shot that because you know how like you should be you should be close to someone when you're saying some, something like that like it's such a huge confession but they were like across each other from like um oh, so, like, the other side of the statue yeah yeah and i think they were that was like um what were we talking about symbolism like they were slowly getting them back together like um at the end of that scene mm. But yeah, I thought that was still hot though. Like, <laughs> and then Oliver like goes in, grabs his transcripts, and like yeah. really changes the subject. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "We'll never talk about this again." It's and like, then, I have brought it up. all they did was just um, fall among each other and just exchange back. They it literally did like. Those ones. Maybe it's another form of symbolism. Yeah, I know. Maybe it's his fetish. <laughs> but yeah, I loved it. What did you um, like the least? You know, like, um, I don't know if it's stupid, but like, going back to like me being impatient, I just wanted them to like tell each other like how they felt. Mm-hmm. Like how they truly felt about each other yeah. but like the fucking like the way it was written it's like they're just like fucking like sorry, was, it just, was it you just was it just frustrating I mean? like, they're like they're tiptoeing they're tiptoeing around like how yeah. they really felt mm-hmm. that's what like going before how you said they like speak in riddles like oh yeah like everyone did <laughs> like my, my brain is not cut out my brain is not cut out to understand like what you still on about no same um, I think if I didn't watch the movie before I read the book, I would have been so confused. Yeah, it was like, but there's actually nothing that I that I hated. It was, it was actually a really good movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's those ones, you know. Um, you're not going to get it all at once. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to rewatch it, and then you'll catch something new. What about you, girl? Oh no, I liked it. Like I didn't not like anything. Um, but you're right. When I think about it, there's some things that, like, why did you need to put that in there? Like, um, you know that scene where they go and get water from the old lady's house. I was just like, yeah. what is this supposed to tell us? Like that Italy's a very friendly place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like bonjour. <laughs> Isn't that what you said, bonjour? Oh yeah. Says <laughs> <laughs> I'm Italian. Oh yeah. I nah, so. yeah. There's there's some shots where I'm like, okay, like, what was the point of that? I loved it. Thanks for that. No, no, thank you. Because shit, I've never like actually done a movie review or a book review. Yeah, Maybe I don't even think it's a review. I just wanted to like compare like your experience with mine, like, um, as far as like, because I just felt so like. Is this a movie about me? <laughs> but for Timothy, I'm a slut for Timothy. He's so good looking. I think I want to go follow him on Instagram. 
I did. Don't follow him. Go by. <laughs> no, this one. I'm trying to follow Arnie. <laughs> right now, you may not want to feel anything. Maybe you never wanted to feel anything. And uh, maybe it's not to me you want to speak about these things, but uh, feel something you obviously did. Look, you had a beautiful friendship. Maybe more than a friendship. And I envy you. My place, most parents would hope the whole thing goes away. Pray their sons land on their feet, but I am not such a parent. We rip out so much of ourselves to be cured of things faster that we go bankrupt by the age of 30 and have less to offer each time we start with someone new. But to make yourself feel nothing so as not to feel anything. What a waste. Have I spoken out of turn? And I'll say one more thing. It'll clear the air. I may have come close, but I never had what you two have. Something always held me back, or stood in the way. How you live your life is your business. Just remember, our hearts and our bodies are given to us only once. And before you know it, your heart's worn out. And as for your body, there comes a point when no one looks at it, much less wants to come near it. Right now, there's sorrow, pain. Don't kill it. I'm with it, the joy you felt. So that's all from me on this episode of Queer Coco. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it made sense. I hope you go and watch the movie if you haven't already. If you've watched it, jump in my DMs and let's have a chat about it. And let me know what you think about it. Um, if you agree with my points, if you don't. And yeah. And if I missed anything, even though I watched it so many times. Uh, but again, I wanted to let you guys know to listen to Pacific Wave every Thursday at 4pm Brisbane time, 5pm Sydney and Melbourne time, 7pm New Zealand time, and it's available to stream live on 4eb.org.au, and again, if you're in Brisbane, you can listen to it on 98.1 FM, 4EB.